Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. Entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy. And healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode. We have got Heather Wilson Phillips on the podcast. She is a fitness and wellness coach who shares a ton of honest tips and tricks about getting healthy, feeling good in our bodies, and also reaching our goals. Everything from sleep, water, stress, pooping, celebrating the small wins, reflection walks, brain dumping, gratitude practice, conscious breathing. She breaks down misconceptions about health and her energy is energizing. As you can tell right from the beginning, I am pumped. So enjoy it. I will see you guys next week. Miss Heather, I'm so excited that you are on the podcast. Um, I love everything that you're putting out into the world digitally on social media. I have known about you in the building, 299. You are someone who comes in and out. You are known as like the fitness expert, and I'm so happy that you're here on the podcast today. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, before we get into you and all your amazingness, with everything going on right now, I always want to just do a wellness check. Like, how are you faring? These are difficult times, but from what I'm seeing, the energy I'm getting right now feels very positive. Uh, Right now, things are really good. I feel so blessed. I really do feel really blessed considering what's going on and what's happening to a lot of people around. Um, I feel so blessed. Myself, my family, we're just all really in a good place right now, so I couldn't be more happier. Yay, smiles all around. I hope that everyone that's listening to this is like feeling the smiles because both of us are just like grinning ear to ear. Um, So for people who are unfamiliar with everything that you do, break it down for us. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my name is Heather Wilson Phillips and I am a fitness and wellness coach. I'm also an on-air fitness and wellness expert. Uh, What else can I say? I'm also a fitness and health writer. So I write uh, both uh, nationally and internationally for health and wellness magazines. And uh, I'm a speaker every now and then as well, too. So I'm kind of like just kind of dabbling in all these different areas. But there definitely is one common denominator, and that sounds like fitness and wellness. And it's so interesting that you say that you're a fitness and a wellness coach. I don't think I've actually ever heard of a wellness coach before. What's the, the differentiation between someone who is purely a fitness coach and someone who, like yourself, is also a wellness coach? So the difference for me is I I really actually wanted to bring them both together because I found that a lot of the time um, when I was working with women, they would be very obsessed with just looking at the fitness aspect. So just really like just the physical aspect. And I really wanted to let women know that fitness is more than just how you're looking. It really is a journey and there's so many different aspects to it. And so that's why bringing in the whole wellness piece, I really believe that fitness and 
fitness and health is all wellness. So it's your mind, your body, your spirit. And I try to really promote a more holistic approach to your overall journey. I mean, you're speaking the healthiest hot language. So the healthiest hot, we have five pillars and that's how we view health. It's physical health, mental health, nutritional health. It's career health, how you show up in your everyday life. It's what sets your soul on fire. Because for me, it's not just the calories you're eating or how many times you hit the gym. Like if it was just that, everyone could be healthy. But the thing is, is health is so much more complicated and how we do one thing is how we do everything. So the way we wake up and how we feel um, functionality, like, can you get down and tie your shoes? Like, how are you feeling upstairs, downstairs, the whole like shebang? Like that's what we have to look at when it comes to health. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, and with my ladies that I coach and people might think I'm crazy because nobody likes to talk about some of the topics that we talk about, but we literally celebrate small wins. Like if you had a bowel movement, we are excited. Like, yes, congratulations. As someone who like, I I feel like I'm better now because my routine is a little bit more stable because of the pandemic, but I was the person who wouldn't go poop for four or five days. And let me tell you, if you go, that is not a small win in my book. That is a big win. That is show from the rooftop. Tell everyone in your household that we got a successful bowel movement and they're celebrating it. I feel like, I feel like the conversation starting to change, but some women don't feel comfortable talking about number twos. And like, I respect that you got to do you, but the thing is, it's a healthy part of life and it actually can tell you a lot about how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, we talk about that stuff. So when I'm getting check-ins from my, from my ladies, they're like, Oh, and guess what? Like they will go into detail. So I was like, and I, I'll spare you the details, but I mean, they'll tell me the information that I want to hear. And I'm like, yes, this is a win. Congratulations. High fives all around. All right. So I like that you explore that. What are some other elements that you touch on that maybe a traditional fitness coach wouldn't touch on? You know, we really do focus in on the sleep. So when we have our check-ins, depending on how the women have been talking about how they're feeling, or even when they do the check-ins, because a lot of the times when they do their check-ins, I'm looking at them based on their images. And if they're looking kind of sluggish or just in their posture, I'll ask them, how is your sleep? That's very important to your overall wellness. And some people really kind of neglect the idea of sleep or they don't think it's that important. But if you're not sleeping well, you're messing up your hormones. So I want to know how my women are sleeping. And I want to know, are you at seven hours minimum? If not, like, what do we need to do to get you up there? Um, So sleep is really important. I'm always asking about their water intake because water is going to be, you know, flushing the toxins out of your body and make sure things are moving and have, you know, making you feel more refreshed and energized. Uh, and also I'm asking them about their stress levels. I, I have them rate it. Where are you at this week? What's going on? What happened? Okay, so why are you so high on the spectrum? And, uh, and when you're low, we're celebrating that as well too. Ooh, so much that I want to get into. Okay, you mentioned sleep. Seven hours, like to me, I got to tell you, I know myself, if I could sleep nine hours every night, I 100% would, but less than seven, it's very hard to function. But mm-hmm. For those that think that they can run on five, six hours, like what are the detrimental effects Mm. compounded, you know, days and weeks and months of not giving your body a chance to recuperate and to rest and to do all the beautiful things that sleep allows our bodies to do? 
Right, right. So number one, you're, you're not going to even function properly. Like your brain is not functioning properly. You as a human being, you're not even functioning properly on your day to day being able to do basic activities. And so even your hormones, I mentioned this before, your hormones end up getting really messed up. And so for women who come to me, because I don't only have women that are always about wanting to lose weight but for the women who are wanting to lose weight if you're not getting enough sleep that's going to mess up your hormones and so your hormones are going to start holding on to whatever's there and so whatever fat deposits you might have there and you're hoping that it's going to be gone it's not going to happen your body's going to start holding on to it and it, that's just going to be your reality until you get your sleep back in check to have things moving again for you so this is your reminder to get your Z's and to also like, yes, there's a lot going on and you have a lot on your plate, but sleep is one of those things that really should get bumped up the priority list. Like it is, it is a basic function that I don't think a lot of us realize the impact Mm -hmm. that it has on our cognitive health, our physical health. And we got to get our Z's, don't we, Heather? You, do. you absolutely do. And even if you can't, even if you're not that person where you can kind of do the full seven, eight or nine hours through the night, if you can take even power naps throughout the day, that's amazing as well too, because it'll, it'll all add up anyways. So when, when you're talking power naps, is the age old 20 minutes still the magic number? If you can get 20 minutes in, that's amazing. If you can get an hour in, that's amazing. <laughs> whatever you can get in, get it in. Honestly, whatever you can do. And then you mentioned stress as something else that you check in with your women who you work out with and you coach them. Stress is something that unfortunately is always around us. It feels like there's always something to be stressed out about, but that too can have really negative effects on your health, your weight, if that's something you're concerned Mm -hmm. about. Why is that something we really need to give a little more attention to? And what can we do about it if our stress levels are high? Right. So when when women are talking to me about their stress levels being so high, I always want to do a check-in like what's going on for you because sometimes stress can come by where your hair starts falling out. You start breaking out on your skin. You're, you're getting all of these different rashes on your skin and you're like, what's going on? And it's because of stress and you might not even realize what stress can do to you. You end up even building up more fat cells when you're more stressed. Um, you're just, even your personality on a whole, you're just like a different person. And sometimes people might not want to be around you because you're way off there. And so I try to tell my women, honestly, we have to figure out what we can do to help you be a bit more calm and a bit more balanced. And so some of the things that I share with my women in the group is that we need to look at how we can combat that stress. So one of the things that we do is deep breathing. And so that has been very foreign to a lot of women. And so I will take them through like a quick deep breathing exercise. And I say to them, even if it's a matter of starting off as low as two minutes and working your way up to five and then 10 and then 20 and onwards, deep breathing. When you're deep breathing, that sends a signal to your brain to calm down. Like literally your brain's like, okay, it's time to relax. And so you can do that anywhere. If you're at work and someone's really bothered you, you're in the elevator or wherever you are, you're just feeling overwhelmed. You can center yourself and go into that deep breathing and get back, you know, just be more, a bit more calm with what's actually happening around you. Which is such a phenomenal trick because it is at your fingertips, no matter where you are, it doesn't cost a thing and no one has to even know that you're doing it. Like that's the magic of deep breathing is no one has to know you're doing 
doing it. Like no one has to know you're stressed and no one has to know you're de-stressing. They just get to enjoy the de-stressed version of you, whether it's your kids, your partner, your colleagues, or just yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and in addition to the deep breathing, uh, I always tell the women, you know, it's, it's nothing, it's, it's really important for you to journal. Like whatever you're feeling, document that. Um, when I get coaching calls, sometimes I might tell the ladies, you know, do a brain dump. And so when I say a brain dump, it's like whatever's all up there, let it out. Like just dump it all on that piece of paper. And when I've communicated this to them, they're like, what are you talking about? What's a brain dump? And I'm going into detail, but when they actually start using it, they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize everything that I had up there and what I was feeling. And when I started writing it down, it was like a release. You literally feel that release from your body when you can get it all down in front of you and you're seeing, okay, this is what maybe what I have to do, or this is what's outstanding, but it's not all stuck up there anymore. When you recommend journaling, do you have a preference morning or night? I'm curious. Whenever, whenever's best. Uh, for mm -hmm. me, I like to journal the night before because that's also part of my whole brain dumping. Like, so by the end of the day, I'm dumping out whatever I need to, whatever didn't get done. And then I'm also like journaling for the very next day, what's on my to-do list. So when I wake up the next morning, everything's already organized. I know exactly what I have to do. And then you don't even, like, it's already there. Like you've already dealt with them the night before. And I kind of love that you're encouraging people to actually take pen to paper or pencil to paper. We yeah. live in a world where everything is on our phones. We're always on our computers doing emails. And I'm sure there's some benefits if you were to brain dump that way. But I do think there's, there's some real power in taking the time to write it out because it's a little bit of a slower process. It's also yes. a physical process. Like you kind of feel it in your wrist by the end yeah. and you're like, whoa, shake it off, you know, like let it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, I find it to be very therapeutic writing still. Uh, every now and then when I'm, when I'm writing like, okay, this just feels good. So yeah. Um, your passion for what you do is palpable. <laughs> like I can feel it. Like I'm excited. Like I want, I want to be one of those women. Like the women you work with are really lucky. Oh my gosh. That's so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> Where did this passion come from? Oh my gosh. Wow. I really don't even know. I mean, I, I think I actually get really excited when I just see people doing well. It doesn't even matter what it is, whether it's fitness or health, what, if I know that you want to thrive at something, I will meet you there and I will be your cheerleader and fitness and wellness just happened to be my passion. I mean, um, I've been active from a very young age. I started off as a sprinter and then I went to kickboxing and then I did fitness competitions and then I kind of like found my way into fitness and wellness, but this has always been my passion. So when I see people coming into this, my world as well too, like I like to call it my world. When I see them coming into my world, I get super excited. And, and then when I hear what their goals are, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. So I'm here for you. Let's do it. Wow. I mean, did you have someone growing up that was in your corner? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I had track coaches. I had a kickboxing coach, but I don't know if they were as excited as I was. <laughs> you were just, you just came out of the womb like this. Like you came out and you're like, I'm excited for life and I'm excited to help people succeed. You know what the funny thing is? My mom told me when I was younger that I was always running. Like the second they would open the car door, I'd start sprinting. Like this is what I was just always running. I was always busy. So I don't know, maybe that's just been a part of who I've always been, but I was always on the go wanting to run, be very, very active. 
that's just been who I've been for, the long, for as long as I can remember. <laughs> and with regards to like your relationship with fitness and food, have you been, and I, I, I don't use this lightly, but have you been one of the lucky ones that has always had a positive relationship with those two worlds? Well, oh, you know what? Um, not really, if I'm being honest. Um, I have, but then I haven't. And, and I, I would say the time where I didn't have a really positive relationship with food was after I was competing. So I don't know if anybody has you know, ever competed before, if you know people that have been in the fitness and bodybuilding um, arena, but I, everything was really good for me as far as fitness and competing, but I remember there was one show that I did. And after that show, I was so lean and I was so in love with how I looked that I wanted to maintain that, I think, forever. And if you've ever competed before, you know that when you're getting ready for the stage, that's, it's for that day. That's not forever. That's not every day. And I remember coming off stage, and I just loved how I looked. And um, I tried to maintain that. And I kept going and I kept going. And then my husband, I remember we were going grocery shopping one day and uh, my husband went to go pick up yogurt. And I was like, oh no, no, we're not, we're not getting yogurt. He's like, why are we not getting yogurt? I'm like, oh, I can't have that. And he said to me, why can't you have that? And I had to stop myself. I'm like, why can't I have yogurt? Because when I was competing, I couldn't have the yogurt. And he said to me, look, your show's over. You're not competing. And it was like, in that moment, I, had, I realized, I'm like, whoa, Heather, you need, to, you need to relax. You need to calm down. That is not sustainable. That's not healthy. Since when is yogurt not healthy? Like, if you can, if you can have dairy, you're good. So what's the problem here, right? So it was, yeah, I, I remember that so vividly because I remember how much I wanted to keep that physique because it was just so lean. And to me, it just looked so amazing. So yeah, that was kind of one of my slippery slope moments that I had. And it just kind of highlights how a support system, like people who love you, like truly love you, they'll support you when you go on stage and you want to do that competition, but yeah. they'll support you when that competition's done too. And That's sometimes true. support means getting called out on our shit. You know, like it's not always sunshine and roses. And I'm sure with your clients, you are their biggest cheerleader, but I'm sure you push them and stretch them too when when they're not showing up for themselves the way they want to. And that's why you're there to be there for them as a coach, but also, you know, to give them a little bit of tough love, which we all need sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they've said, they're like, you know, I, I've told them, you know, I'm your coach and I'm going to always be your biggest cheerleader. But if there's something that you're not doing and you know, you signed up for this, I'm going to make sure I bring it to your attention. And so they're very much aware of that and they appreciate that. They may not want to hear it, but they're fully aware that I'm not afraid to do that if I need to. <laughs> Which to me is like a good coach, you know, yes. like your coach can't be your best friend all the time. Right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> you said something earlier that really kind of hit home with me and that's to celebrate the little wins. Because especially when it comes to health and wellness, if a lot of people that I've spoken to, we all have these big goals, you know, yeah. these big dreams, whether it's actually, whether it's with anything, it can be with your career, with your health and wellness journey, but those goals are amazing. But sometimes yeah. we forget to celebrate the little moments along the way, because that goal, it can feel far sometimes. Yes. And sometimes that's a little bit demotivating, especially if things aren't progressing as fast as you'd like. Why is that so important? Why is that a big part of your practice and your teaching? I find that it's really important just to keep you inspired, keep you motivated and to keep you focused and to continue to move forward. Because I, 
I, maybe I'm a different kind of coach, but I, I, when it comes time for me to accept anybody into my program, I tell them, if you're coming to me and you're that individual who is fixated on this scale, you're not going to be a good fit. I'm not the coach for you. Because if you're going to be emailing me every day telling me that the scale didn't move, you're not really understanding what I mean when I say this is a wellness journey. I want to hear about when my client has come to me and they said, you know what, I've been suffering from inflammation in my body for over 10 years. And Heather, within the last four weeks, it's gone. Like I can actually now sleep on my side and my hips aren't hurting me anymore because the inflammation has gone. This is the type of things that I want to hear. And yes, I want to hear about the weight loss and I want to hear about the inches loss, but I want to hear about all the other stuff as well too. And this is stuff that I kind of really drive home. So when we're doing these check-ins, they are telling me everything because they're understanding that wellness is everything and it's not just the scale. Oh, you run uh, like a fun ship, like a tight ship, but like I want to be on that ship. I think it's really... And I'm, I'm coming at this from a, a student because I, I, I shared this with you earlier, but I'm finishing up a program to become a health and life coach. So yeah. hearing you talk, my like little baby business brain can't help yeah. but light up when you say, you like, I got to pre-qualify. Like if you are going to work with someone, it's mm-hmm. got to be a partnership, right? It's yes. got, they've got to be willing to show up just as much as you're committed to showing up for their goals. Yeah. And if those goals don't align, it might not be a right fit. doesn't mean that it's not going to be a right fit for anyone, but right. as a, a professional in this industry, you do got to have to know what you're willing to give and the type of people you want to work with. And that's got to be a, a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're 100% correct because I think what happens is, um, especially when fitness and wellness coaches or nutritionists, when they're starting out, you want all the business and trust me, I've been there. I know what it's like to just want to keep be accepting everybody and you want to help everybody. But sometimes there's people that are going to come into your life and they really are not ready. And when I say ready is you tell them exactly what it is that they need to be doing. And they're just kind of nodding their head, but you know, they're not ready. And when you bring them in, it's going to be a waste of your time and it's also going to be a waste of their time. So as a coach, you need to get to that place where you're comfortable and knowing the value that you bring and what you're able to do for people. And if they want to come into your world, then they need to understand what it really means to work with a coach and how it's going to be a partnership. And it's not going to be a matter of me as a coach wanting it more than you want it. Mm. So explain to me, what is Heather's world for anyone who might be listening? Like, Oh, I think I might really like her energy and might maybe want to like work with her. What is this world? And like, what makes a great partnership as far as working with people? Like who are the women you're helping? So the women that I'm helping right now, I am really now focusing on women. I still have men that are reaching out to me. And if I want, if I do some one-on-one, I, I will do that and work with men one-on-one. But right now I have a group of women. And so I'm bringing in women to work with me through group coaching. And by coming into my world of group coaching, you're getting to work with me as your coach. You're getting accountability. You're getting support. You're getting email support. And you're also getting our hub. I call it our hub because we have this Facebook group. And this is really what I like to call our sisterhood. And maybe this is why I kind of try to guard the people that I work with, because I know when I'm selecting women to work with, the sisterhood that we've developed in this Facebook group, they are so supportive. And I don't want to just bring anybody in there that is not at a place where they're ready to at least move or ready to grow. And so 
to come into my world that means you're you're ready you're at that place now where you're you're sick and tired you're fed up of doing the same old thing you're fed up of googling trying to find out the answers you want to invest in yourself now and you want professional help you want that support you want the accountability you want to know how to eat properly you want to know how to exercise properly without you know spending hours and hours on end and you want that additional community of support but then you also want the knowledge because i'm teaching Aside from the accountability and support, they're learning. They're learning on a weekly basis. Like I go live in the group and I'm giving them knowledge so they can be successful. I call my ladies my fierce queens. I'm like, listen, I want you to be fierce, knowledgeable queens. So that means I'm going to be downloading into you. I'm giving you information because I want you to be able to go out there and, and know, what, know what you need to know to be successful. The community aspect makes my heart just explode a little bit because... <laughs> Being on a health and wellness journey has its ups and downs. It yes. pushes you, it tears you down, it builds you up. You, you learn a lot about yourself by choosing to put your health and wellness first. Yeah. And to have a community supporting you and experiencing all the ranges of ups and downs and emotions and self-growth and all of it, that's, yeah. that's really beautiful because community is everything, especially this year with everything going on, like everybody is isolated. It's really cool and magical that you are bringing your fierce queens, as you say, together in this way um, so that they also have accountability to one another. And I think community is, is key, like to be oh, able to right. share that experience with other people mm -hmm. and to celebrate each other. Yes. It's, I think it's so important. It's, I mean, the, the women in that group, they will celebrate their highs, their lows, they're sharing recipes, they're sharing sweaty selfies after their workouts. Like, like I, it's, it really is this sisterhood and you feel comfortable because nobody's judging you because you're all on the same journey. So nobody's better than anybody else. They're all in it together. And for anyone listening, like, yes, we are all quarantining. We're kind of doing our own thing. But if you're someone who wants to be on a health and wellness journey and you're not going to necessarily work with a coach, you can still do this. Find a buddy and, you know, work out, text each other, yeah. keep each other accountable. Create your own little hub if you're not in a position yeah. to work with a coach. Because I think times are really tough right now. And it's already Absolutely. quite hard to work out at home or go for mm -hmm. a run and motivate yourself. And everything that you're sharing, you know, we can kind of take little bits and pieces and plug into our own lives. So like get a, get someone to hold you accountable and get moving. And especially, um, you know, the days are getting shorter, it's getting a little dark outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big proponent of movement. To me, it is a non-negotiable, whether it's a walk, a couple extra stairs or a hard workout. It makes me feel so much better. But yes. going into winter, why do you think movement is more important than ever? Oh my gosh, because you know what, when winter starts to come around, it's like people, this is often a time where people often feel like even a bit more depressed than normally. Mm -hmm. And be, like you said, the times, the days are getting shorter, it gets dark, and then you're kind of hibernating. We've been hibernating for such a long time, but now <laughs> it's like, it's freezing cold. So yeah, I'm definitely hibernating. And so it's just so important to make sure that everything is in check. And even if you can't get outside to go for a walk, I've told my ladies, and like, depending where you are, because I have women kind of all over the world right now. I'm like, if you live in a condo or an apartment building, walk your hallways. It doesn't matter if people think you're crazy. I, I remember when I was in a condo, there was this man, him and his wife, they would walk the hallways. And I was like, ah. oh my God. 
They didn't want to go down to the condo gym. They walked the hallways and they got their steps in. So I'm like, do what you need to do. Even if it's walking through your home, put your headphones on. I encourage my ladies to do what I like to call reflection walks. And so they absolutely love this. And these reflection walks is just really, anybody can do this, but it's a time for you to just reflect on your day, reflect on your life and reflect on your goal. And when your mind is in that state and you're going for a walk, you might find yourself even walking longer than you anticipated. And then you just get more endorphins released and you feel even happier because you're in this quiet place where you're able to release all of these, these dreams, your thoughts, your visions, your goals. So if you can get out there and go for a walk, absolutely do that. If you need to walk in your home, do that. Whatever you need to do just to make sure your state of mind is in a good place, I encourage you to do that. If that's journaling, if it's listening to music, if it's deep breathing, whatever you need to do, please do that. Because like you said, we're entering into this, this time now where we are going to be wanting to stay home a bit more. So you really want to make sure you have different supports in place to help you through that. Mm, yeah. And I imagine keeping your goals top of mind on your reflection walks helps with motivation and yeah. with follow through as well. Cause like Absolutely. you're, you're reminding yourself what your goals are and why they're important. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause let's say the goal is you want to lose 10 pounds. Amazing. That's an awesome goal. But I'm curious, like what, like why, like what's the important part about wanting to lose 10 goal, 10 pounds, like what kind of impact will that have on your life? Like what advice do you have for people who have a goal, but kind of struggle with the motivation and the follow through? Mm. I always tell them to make sure they have a good support system at home. Um, and then also be, if you're really in truly in my world and, and you have me as a coach, we, we're able to talk. We're able to kind of talk through what's going on. But even let's just say if you don't have that support system with you, I just think it's really important for you to always be documenting currently where you are. And like we kind of said earlier about celebrating your wins, because sometimes if you don't even see certain progress happening, you might think that nothing's happening at all. But if you start jotting down from day one and you're now at day 30 and you get to see see the things in between you're like oh actually I have made some progress I have made some movement and when you're able to actually see that in front of you that will inspire you and motivate you to keep going so it's it's really important to have those little things and those little tools in place to allow you to stay inspired and allow you to want to continue to progress I also share with my women just just the whole idea of gratitude some of them come in and they're just like, they've been in a really dark place, but they know they're ready. And so when you tell them about gratitude, they're like, gratitude, I don't want to do, like, it doesn't, it, their mind is just like, I'm not there. I'm like, no, 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 everybody has something that they're thankful for. I, even if it's just three things, I want you to document three things that you're grateful for. And I also want you to start thinking about your affirmations. Talk, speak life. I want you to speak life. Look in the mirror. I tell my ladies to put stickies. If you were to see my desk right now, I have stickies lined up all across <laughs> my desk. I have an action board right now to the left of me. There's stickies galore. I have my whiteboard behind me. I have my goals and I have like stickies. There's stickies everywhere. And it might sound a bit crazy, but I'm telling you it works because when it's consistently in front of you, you can't help by, by taking it in and like that, it just penetrates your soul. That becomes who you are. Okay. So this might be asking too much, but is there a sticky in particular that's really speaking to you right now? 
Yes, I was actually going to share with you. The one that I have here, the first one, my first sticky here says, I am here to serve. And that to me is just, that's who I am as a coach and wanting to help individuals. When I'm on the phone or I have them in front of me on a Zoom or we're in a teaching or I'm going live, I just remember I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve you. How can I, how can I help you? How can I assist you? I read something interesting. Um, I don't know who said it, but it was, you, you feel fuller by feeding others. Oh my gosh. That's so true. It's so true. And some people, unless you've ever experienced it, you won't even understand it really. And Oh my gosh, that is so true. I like my heart is so full when I see my ladies winning, when I hear their progress, when they're sharing their stories. And to know that I had a part in that with them, it's it's such an amazing feeling. It really is. I mean, oh you really God. do it all. You provide support, you teach, you build community, you clearly do follow through on the affirmation of serving. But when it comes to people coming to you, everyone's got these preconceived notions about health and wellness. And sometimes there are misconceptions. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if you can shine a light on some of the misconceptions you've come across, or if there's one in particular that you just want to clear the record straight and say, okay, gals, it's time to, it's time to shape up and sh change what we see and what we're processing here. Yeah. I actually did a live just last night, um, kind of talking about this. Oh, <laughs> I, that's interesting. So I'll share two of them from my live and and what women knows when they come into my program and they're just like, you're blowing my mind. And so number one is they are always so confused as to how much food they're eating. I've had women email me back saying, are you sure you're not trying to sabotage me? How is this going to work? And I'm like, just trust the process, trust the process. Because I've had women that will come to me and their calories are so, so low. And I don't know if it's because they've been Googling or they've just heard that you need to cut your calories so drastically in order to get certain results. And we're really in truly if you actually add more food and the right types of food things can start to shape up things can start to turn around your hair is more healthy your skin's more healthier you're more healthy you're more energized and things will kind of all fall into place so if there's anybody out there who's thinking that they need to drastically cut their calories if your goal for say is if it's weight loss and if you're thinking drastic drastic cuts that is not the answer you're going to end up plateauing and end up sabotaging yourself so even if it's a matter, there are actually good websites that are out there that can actually kind of tell you to kind of plug things in if you can't afford to get with a coach that can figure all that stuff out for you. So when you're doing those Googles, try, really investigate the really good ones that are out there that can kind of help you with that. Um, but the answer to, you know, overall health and wellness and thinking that, you know, it's all about drastically cutting the calories, that is not the answer. Um, Another one I would say is I have women that come to me who are used to working out for hours and hours on end. And then they're shocked when they realize that their workouts were with me are 40 minutes and under, and that's their cardio and that's their strength training. That's everything combined. And they're like, I don't understand how this is going to work. I'm like, it's going to just trust me. It's going to trust the process. Yes, trust. That's what I always say. Trust the process. And when they're done, sometimes their workout is in 30 minutes. They're like, I, I can't believe how much I sweat in 30 minutes, but that was such an efficient workout. And I have no idea why I was working out for an hour, an hour and a half or two hours before. And I was not seeing results, but here I am 
feeling better, feeling energized, I'm getting stronger and getting the results that I want. Well, I think I just fell in love. You're telling me we can eat more. We don't have to work out as long. I'm going to put sticky notes all over my house. Thanks to you. I mean, I, I can't get enough. I can't get enough. And I'm sure, I'm sure everyone listening is curious to learn more as well. So where can people get more information about everything that you're doing in these programs? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my website, which is heatherwilsonphillips.com or on Instagram, Heather Fierce and Fit and fit um i have oh my gosh where else can they i'm on facebook too i go live on facebook and instagram but um the majority of my time right now really is on instagram i try to post at least three four five times a week so yeah they can find me there as well oh my gosh great we'll make sure to have all of the links in the podcast description and the last question okay which is the same question for every single podcast episode is what does healthy is hot mean to you? What comes to mind? For some people, it's a mantra, a feeling, a thought. Oh my gosh, that is a really good question. What is healthy is hot? For me, I would say healthy is hot is just making sure that you're really taking care of yourself from the inside out. You guys can't see me, but I'm doing a happy dance because yes, yes, yes. That is exactly what Healthy is Hot is all about. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so happy this happened. I'm so happy this happened, too. This is so amazing. I'm so grateful. Thank you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. If you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.